The Big Footy Port Adelaide podcast is proudly sponsored by New Vision. My team, Kanda, power. I love the power. power, power. I love the power. power, power. G'day everyone and welcome to the Big Footy Port Adelaide podcast. Coming to you live on Port Fan Radio. Tonight is the Phantom Draft edition of Port Fan Radio. We're going to go through our first round and we're going to take a, a big look at um, the potential picks for Port Adelaide in this year's draft. Joining us this evening is Portia. How are you, mate? Hello. I am going all right. That's bit nervous. Stomach. Bit nervous? Got knots in the stomach because uh, even though this is a strange thing, like I can't scrap more than last year when I picked Brad Shearer in the first round, so I should be fine <laughs> this year, hopefully. <laughs> Good one. Good one. I like that. Uh, look, I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to you picking Mitch Croden at uh, pick 16. That'd be great. Oh, there are a couple of guys that are bolters on my list, that's for sure. <laughs> and uh, joining us, as usual for these podcasts, is uh, Mission Possible. Hey. G'day, guys. How are you? Back. How are you? Yes. Yep. And Skype's working. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty Ooh. good. Hopefully there won't be any dropouts or anything. No. Cross fingers. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll stay away from the cord this week so we don't have a dropout. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Mish, you are coming at this from a, uh, a position of knowledge, I guess you'd say. Um, do you want to let people know who maybe be first time listening uh, this year to Port Fan Radio, what your history is with, uh, with AFL clubs and, and the draft? Okay, yeah. Now, geez, it's getting that long ago now, I forget what years, but let's say 2005 started in the recruiting game as a scout, then spent a couple of years at Port, and then about 2008 I moved to Frio, I don't think I did it through to about 2014. There you go. Um, yep. So, yes, that's something I'm still miss doing, particularly this year. Well, I mean, this year's a lot of um, divided opinions, so I suppose it's a particularly interesting year to be a recruiter and maybe even get your favourites a bit more noticed than they might otherwise get. It's a weird draft because early on I think it's very thin. Mm. Uh, like, I think picks 1 to 7 are elite, 8 to 25 you'd be confident in, but they're probably not as strong as 8 to 25 in previous years. Average draft, I always say you got 30 names that you got confident in. So I think it's thin on the confident. But once we get past them, I actually think the next group's deeper than normal. So the guys you're reaching for, I think, are a better quality than we've reached for in the past. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So, That's so interesting because last year it, looked pretty it, good for that. I, I think it's going to be a crapshoot as to whether you get a better pick at 25 or pick 60. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be interesting because I reckon some clubs are going to get absolute sensational late draft picks that, that in history is going to say, gee, they nailed this draft. Mm. Now there's going to early picks and just miss out completely. I've got to say, that makes me feel really good in formulating my list because I get to, like, the, you know, the, the mid-late 20s and I start looking at lists and going, oh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to, trying, to, trying to work out what's going to happen after that. I've got, I've, I've, that particular area has just gone up and down all over the place. And a bit earlier, it's, you know, there's a bit of an up and down, but that far, that late in, it's like, oh, gosh, you know, how do you rank them against each other when, yeah, they're all different yeah. positions and everything. And, yeah, no, it's a tricky one. Doesn't yeah. help when it's so hard to get 
footage of SAMWA guys as well. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Right, let's get underway. We're going to do our phantom draft for the first round. Um, Porsche, you drew the uh, the short straw this year to go pick one, um, which is Brisbane. So let's get things underway. Pick one, Brisbane. Porsche, who are you picking? Uh, pick one for Brisbane is going to be Cameron Rayner from the Western Jets, 187 centimetres, 188 kilograms. Um, and I'm picking this as Brisbane because if you pick, there's other guys you could have a go at at this pick. Um, but the reality is that uh, people already know about Rayner. Maybe even Queenslanders know about Cam Rayner um, after reading a bit of press here and there. So he's, for me, a clear-cut one. And also, there's not a lot I don't like about his game, really. He was an absolute beast in the championships, and that's really how he plays most of the time. Um, he's, you'd say he's a marking small. He said he's not small. He's a marking uh, mid-forward or a midfielder. Um, he's got a huge competitive spirit. Every time I write notes when we talk about him in one of the podcasts we've had so far, I just write The Beast because I don't need to write any more than that, and that's that sums him up, I think. Um, I'm very keen on him, and I think it's also kind of nice to see a Western Jets player as a number one pick. I, I don't know when the last yeah. time that happened is. Probably never. Yeah, so there you go. Yes, well, Western Jets used to always be. Be careful of what you pick from Western Jets. Why? Mm. Mm. So, yeah. Why? Just... The, well, to be brutally honest, the background of a lot of the players from the poor area mm. and all that, the distractions that they get. Fair enough. Um, it's just be careful, not ignore them. But yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. Well, I guess the gentrification I, I, I love will slowly improve that regard, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Look, I'll pick him I, a pick one as well. What do you reckon, Mish? Would you pick him a pick one? I, personally, if I was picking, no, I wouldn't. But we'll get to that player later. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, if you're I think picking for Brisbane, would you? For Brisbane, I reckon you do. Yeah. I reckon you do because I reckon they've got enough genuine mids. I'm not sure that they've got enough goal kicking mids. Right, yeah. someone who, someone who you can put up forward like a Gray or a Dangerfield or a Martin yeah. that you can stick up forward who can also be big in the midfield. Yeah. So mm. yeah. Any concerns over okay. his uh, apparent lack of endurance? Uh, I wouldn't have any because uh, I think the thing he scored badly on was a beep test and they don't even do that at Combine anymore, so I don't know. Mm. Probably not. He's going to be in the system. Um, like we've said, he's Western Jets, so maybe you know, maybe he just needs a bit more uh, opportunity to just really focus and get the tank up and, you know... But everything else is there. And he's an explosive player, so, you know, uh, that's a thing. Like, if explosive players, maybe they have different endurance at this age. Yeah. Yep. It's never, he's never going to be elite endurance, full stop. Mm. But he's not going to be that low that you sit there and it's going to limit him as a footballer. Mm. It's yeah. not going to stop him playing midfield. So, yeah, it may stop him playing 80% of the game in the midfield, but he's still going to play a fair chunk in there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's move on, Mish. Pick number two, Frio. Uh, the smooth mover works inside. Frio need big body mid. Luke Davis, Uniac. As simple yep. as that. Yeah. It just gets the job done. He's not as flashy as some of the others that we talk about and pick one, but he comes out and does it. I like the pick. I reckon he's going to be a really good player. As I've said, I, I don't think he'll ever be... I think there's doubts whether he will be one of the true elites of the AFL, but I reckon he's going to play 300 games of really high-standard football 
um, and just be one of the real consistent players going around. Um, as you said, Frio need midfielders, um, and he would be the best one available at number two, for sure. Yeah, no, he's an interim player, um, and Fremantle definitely need that. Like every club needs that. If you, if you added him to any side, they wouldn't complain. But uh, he's just really, I think he's pretty good all around. Um, good in traffic. He's got a body that'll bear the knocks of uh, playing in midfield for his whole career. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty, I, I agree he's the number two pick for yep. me. Um, and I, I think that would probably be the case with most clubs in that pick for me. Yeah, I reckon most clubs would have him top three. Uh, for sure, uh, if not t- most of them having him as top two. Mm. Yeah, I just think he's not going to be on the highlight reels each week, but he's just going to get the job done and going to have a great career. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say if you're going to get a number on your Guernsey, that's a pretty safe one. Yep. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> look, pick number three, Carlton. That's uh, that's my pick. Oh, look, they need midfielders. They they still need midfielders. And for me, I'm going to pick the best midfielder available. I'm going to overlook my number three on my rankings and go number four, and that's Andrew Brayshaw, uh, who I think is one of the best two-way players in this year's draft. I think he's going to be a gun. Uh, he can kick, uh, you know, he can kick inside fifty really, really well. He's good defensively. Gets a lot of the ball. Uh, maybe he needs to improve his uh, his goal kicking a little bit, but um, outside of that. Yeah, you know, I think he's going to be a, a real star. I love him. He's he's probably my favourite player. I guess. I mean, I really like Cam Rayner, but I really like Brayshaw because I just love his attacking instinct. I love his burst speed. I love everything he's got going for him as a footballer. Um, he is my number three. Uh, he on my list. Um, I'm going to guess it might be the highest of the US three. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I'm real keen on him. He hits targets. He does everything that I would want for an attacking player that can take the game on. Really good. Tick. Yeah, he's, he's one of those lock picks at the top of the draft. I actually don't have much separating those, as I said, top seven. So, But he is a footballer. He knows how to play the games. He impacts the game at the right time. He gets to where he can do damage. Um, not quite sure about his speed at AFL level, but he's got enough smarts that, and he doesn't rely on his speed. If he was somebody who relied on his speed, I think then you'd be a bit worried taking him this high. But, yeah, he's just a good footballer. Well, he's got elite yeah. endurance, so that uh, that might counteract that speed issue, um, especially late in games when he's still sort of running at full steam ahead and everyone else is uh, tiring a little bit. Uh, you know, I don't think people will be looking at his uh, lack of speed too much, I don't reckon. Yep, yep. Oh, and right. yeah. The other thing with Brayshaw, I'll come into him going number one to Brisbane. Okay. If Brisbane get real worried about somebody going home, yeah, I would, I would, if I draft Andrew, mm-hmm. I'd rookie Hamish and get his brother up there with him. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't rate Hamish at all, but uh, I can certainly see why. I don't. They would do that. Yeah, yeah. with with a rookie pick, not a draft pick, but yeah. The old um, what Lawrence Angwin, David Hanby linked thing. What we did with Bokey, what was it? Um, who was it we got with Boke? Um, Ryan Williams. Williams. Ryan Williams, yeah, yeah. Ryan Williams. Yeah, no, that's not a new trick at all. Or the old uh, Danny Butcher <laughs> scenario. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, pick four, North Melbourne. Porsche, you're up. Yeah, now this one for me... 
there's a couple of options, but for me, I just went with Paddy Dow from the Bendigo Pioneers. He's yep. a mid-sized midfielder. Um, for me, North Melbourne right now, they're in serious rebuild, um, but they also need a guy that can play well under pressure because he's going to get it, and I really like Paddy Dow for that. Um, he's got a frame that'll fold up. He's got I love his disposal choice um, uh, when he's playing. Um, he's got dancing feet. He's got that you know in the uh, traffic agility that you really like seeing in a midfielder. Or I certainly do. Um, he's had a consistent year. And okay. Yeah, no, he's my uh, number four in this list. So, Paddy Dow, thank you very much for North Melbourne. There you go. I like it. I like Paddy Dow. I've got him number five on my list. I reckon he's uh, he's going to be a very very good footballer. Uh, potentially very elite. Uh, he's great inside. Uh, really nice kick on him. Um, yeah, he just looks like a, a really good all-rounder. Yeah. yeah. What I love is also inside, he's explosive when he's inside. Mm. Either with his... He, he can release quick or he can release, release himself quick. So, yeah, you just can't go, oh, we'll let him get the ball and we'll worry about where he's dishing it off to but because he'll just run away with it yeah. if you give him that space. Um, so, yeah, he can turn the contest into a real attacking move. Mm. And that's hard. Yeah. And North Melbourne need that. For sure. Mish, here we go. Look, uh, you've got Frio again, pick number five. And I might just stop you there for a minute because we did have a question about this on the Big Footy forum today uh, from Sleazy, which was uh, all of the best kids in the game have an A-grade defensively minded mid as backup. And he's mentioned Martin and, and Cochin. He's mentioned uh, Danger and uh, Selwood as two examples. Um, And he said, Frio had the chance to pick up a similar pair at this draft. At two and five, who are the best pair of match winner all-rounder mids for Frio to pick up? Well, for them, the best two they can uh, get. (laughs) But, um, Jeebus, if they were trying to get two, you'd want Rainer and LDU, but that's not going to happen. Mm. So... So, yeah, it's then just a matter of which ones they come available. Do you want me to say who it is for me then? With yeah, pick do five? it. Do it. Pick five. I am going for his teammate. I'm going to take his teammate across in Hunter Clark. Oh, yep. I like big, that. Big body, can run, can be a 70-metre player, which is probably the impact that the other three, LDU, Brayshaw and Dow, don't have. Yeah. The ability to break run, deliver a 50-metre kick and get yourself over the back of the press. How confident yeah. are you of Hunter Clark reaching his potential? Because he had a pretty poor championships uh, based on what he was going in with. Uh, he had a really, really exciting back half of the year. Um, yep. I see him as yep. very much a boom or bust type player. Do you have similar thoughts? No, he's the one I'm actually most confident in. Wow, okay. And that's why in my own list I have him at number one. Wow. Um, Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. So so I – problem – the one thing I hate about Clark is when the game's not important, he just plays football, doesn't give it his all. When the game's on, he's on. Ah. Yeah. Wingard syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. Well, yeah. not, not to that, that extent, but yeah. The other, the other thing with Clark is I can watch him and get 20 possessions and go, you've hardly touched footy sometimes yeah. because you miss all his inside work because you're waiting for him to do his outside work. 
Well, I mean, if, if you talk about duration in possession, yeah, maybe he hasn't touched the footy much at all, you know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> because, because he'll be on the bottom, he'll rip the ball out and he'll give it to somebody. But then yeah. if he gets a chance to run with it, God. Yep. I know LDU's got a lot of possessions on the back end of what Clark's done in the back half of the year. So, yeah. And yeah. I think they balance each other out as mids quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the other factor that, leading to that question from earlier, is that Fremantle, like, this is a really great draft for Fremantle to have those picks if they want to also retain players. Because um, obviously you've got uh, Luke Davies, Uniac, and Hunter Clark both as Dandenong Stingrays, but Andrew Brayshaw yeah. played at um, Haleybury College with the Davies, Uniac. So, you know, three of, the top, three of the top five guys have played together extensively as juniors. Um, you'd have to think that if they pick any two of those, they'd be pretty stoked as well. So, yeah. Um, as oh, sorry, Andrew are, Brayshaw, mate. I was talking about. Yeah, Brayshaw. Yeah, well, you know, maybe. Maybe they're not. I don't know. <laughs> Brayshaw, don't know. So, yeah, Davies, Uniac, Brayshaw, or Clark. Oh, look, assuming Rainer goes one, I reckon LDU and Brayshaw would be the perfect mix um, for that question. Uh, I reckon he'd be great. If Brayshaw goes number one, I don't know, maybe he'd change it up a bit and go maybe Rainer and Caulfield or Rainer and Stevenson, something a little bit different, but... I reckon if, if they could end yep. up with LDU and uh, Brayshaw, that would be pants down, lap around the table time for sure. Yep. Prior to the news coming out today, I would have had Stevenson in there. Now, news? I, I know nothing about this so-called heart condition that Stevenson's all of a sudden picked up. Oh, and reading between the lines... I think the medical side is it's nothing to be worried about from club's point of view. Mm. Is, is that what Nathan Eagleton had? I, I don't know. Okay. I'll purely be guessing. I know yeah. as much as heart, minor heart condition right. is all, okay. all the three words that I've been able to find in all my looking today. So it's like, okay. Um, obviously, it's not a Villas-type situation where people are going, oh, Jeebus Nut is out of the draft. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, so basically yeah. for the rest of the once a, the rest of the draft, I'm just going to ignore that. But I pushed him down out of the top five just for that risk. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, pick number six is Collingwood. We'll move on. Pick number six is Collingwood. Uh, that's my pick. There's two ways I could go here. I could go toll. They need tolls. They definitely need tolls. Um, mm-hmm. But I can't overlook. Number three on my list, which is Nick Caulfield, because uh, I reckon they need some midfield class as well. Uh, he'll start on the back lines, um, but I reckon he's got elite midfield potential, and he will become a midfielder in time. And uh, I reckon he'll be the perfect uh, player to take over from Pendlebury in a few years' time. Yeah, for me, look, I mean, I, when I was watching... Some of the games, like when I was, saw him live at uh, Big Metro versus Vic Country, I didn't like him, but I've realised the more I watched, I just don't really like him as a defender. Um, but as a midfielder, like he's got he's got a very quick brain, um, and I think he's better in those more reflexive situations, in my view. Um, so, yeah, and what you see, like he does some really class things. Uh, so, yeah, I can understand that. I have him probably a bit later. Um, but, yeah, no, that's a good pick, and particularly you'd have to think for Collingwood. Yeah, I, I like it. Tick for me. Good one. Yeah, I love I love Coffee. Love him. Have since I saw him at the carnival. And it's like first started watching. Went everybody's raving about Constable, and I'm going. Jesus, this Coffee's not bad. 
everybody can have comfortable. I'll have Caulfield tanks. He's he's a powerful unit, right? And he's going to be a powerful unit at AFL level. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. And he's not going to be one of these slow 190 big powerful mids. He's got some time. Okay. No, he's got a bit of, yeah. He's, he's got, got good speed. Paste. He's got great, uh, great evasiveness. He's got great agility as well. So um, he's someone yeah. that I reckon is going to be a really good inside midfielder in years to come. Uh, he's going to be able to work his way out of trouble. And, uh, and I love his foot skills as well. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm a massive, I... massive fan of Nick Caulfield. Okay. I don't have him pegged as an inside midfielder, but he'll do the job when he has to. Yeah. I, I have him picked as that that person who know. generally receives from the um, inside mid. So he's okay. still working in the midfield, but he receives that first handball and he'll be able to either release to the outside or take off with it himself. Yep. Yep. Agree. Yep. yep. All yeah. right. <clears throat> All right, pick yeah. number seven. We've got uh, St Kilda's two picks here. Porsche, you've got the first one, number seven. Who are you picking? Well, look, I've just been throwing a curly one because Jaden Stevenson is my number, my next one up. So uh, Jaden Stevenson from Eastern Rangers, and I'm just going to go ahead with that because we don't know how serious it is. Minor. I'm going to go with minor being minor. Um, he's he gets a lot of ball. He plays pretty outside, but it's not that he's soft or anything. He just plays outside, and he's involved in a lot of key plays for the teams he plays with. Um, he's yeah, he's a I suppose probably a wingman. He's got a, he's got a pretty strong looking build, so I guess he could potentially play a little bit more inside in the future if he needed to. But ultimately, I just like the the fact he's pretty good at reading the flow of play and uh, going with it and making sure he's a key part of getting the ball to the towards the goal. Um, so yeah, Jaden Stevenson for me. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I love him. You know, I love him. He's one of my favourite yep. players in this year's draft. He's got speed, he's got an X-factor, he's got excitement, he kicks goals, he wins the ball. Um, you know, he's just got match winner written all over him, to be honest. He's, I've been waiting for him to get drafted for two years. I saw him play in that grand final a couple of years ago when he was 16. Couldn't believe he was 16, kicked three goals, one of the best on ground. And, uh, yeah, hopefully this heart issue is nothing too serious because that would be absolutely devastating not to see him at AFL level. Um, I've never seen a kid adjust his game so well because as an under-16, he looked like being the next centre-half forward on the scene. Come on, uh, the scene is tall, quick, great mark overhead, and he just stopped growing. Mm. And he virtually realised he had to become a midfielder. So he's learnt how to play midfield footy in one season. And the difference between his midfield at the start of the year and what he was doing at the end, like, and it showed in his kicking towards the end of the year. His kicking's become real reliable, where at the beginning of the year he was panicking because he just wasn't used to it. So, yeah, people have got slows on him about his kicking. He's still not an elite kick, but because it's good enough. It is, right. yeah. Yep. Well, if you can pick up 28 touches and five goals from a wing uh, against South Australia, that's a pretty mean effort. And, um, yeah, he was doing that pretty regularly through the second yes. half of the season. Uh, for Eastern Rangers, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he's full of excitement. I love him. Mish, you're up next, mate. Yep. Pick eight, St Kilda. Who are you picking? Pick eight, St Kilda. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! This is where I get there and go. Ah, all the easy picks are gone. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know how I said there's seven easy yeah. picks. 
yeah, yeah. You've just nailed the whole seven. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so now I sit there and look at my next group and go, oh, what does St Kilda need? Um, I'm going to go with somebody who I think they just go on pure potential, not on performance this year, mm-hmm. and go with Darcy Fogarty. Okay. Really? Wow. Yes. I think it's something that they don't don't have in their team. And if he turns out to what the potential is, they have balanced out their midfield quite nicely with this explosive person off of halfback. Mm. Well, I mean, it's an interesting pick. It's an interesting pick. Yep. And, And again, I'm not his greatest fan because I'm not sure that he will get his potential. And that's mm. why I'm not... If I just go purely on his potential, it's an easy pick. Darcy, no worries. Uh, I'm not sure that he's got the footy smarts to become the player he can be. No, uh, no. Well, his form this year was just a complete worry, I reckon. Like For someone yeah. who was rated as a potential number one pick, uh, to be that poor in the championships, he didn't really do anything but, at league level for uh, Glenelg either. He may have had a knee issue for most of the year, but... I don't know. I just wanted to see more. Yeah, yeah. C- certainly was. And I think at the beginning of the year, there was talk about him being a number one pick and all that. And that was just high on hope that everybody would, that he would just come out and do what his potential was. He didn't come out and do it. That potential still there. He obviously was injured. So I've gone back and watched how he moved last year and how he moved this year. There is complete difference. Um there's a bit of spark. The physicality he brings to the game, the way he can hit bodies, is something that St Kilda don't have. Mm. But, again, as I said, I was unmanaring over this. I'm, I've actually got Fogarty down about 20 on my list. Yeah, I've got him number 20. <laughs> I've got him yep. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a big reach. Of phantom draft. We're not doing my... Yeah. If he wow. reaches his potential, he could be easily a top three player in this year's draft. Ooh. Easily. Because <laughs> he's... Um, I love what he does when he actually gets the ball. Like He's a very smart user, user of the footy. He can get out of trouble. He's a really strong mark. He's a good kick for goal. He's got great skills. He's got great size. He's ready to go. But man, he just needs to work harder. He just needs to work harder. And if he can learn that side of his game, I reckon he's a safe pick. Um, yep. But I tell you what, St. Kilda, St Kilda picking Stevenson with a potential heart issue and Fogarty, who's probably the boom bus <laughs> player in this draft, that is squeaky bum time there for St Kilda fans. <laughs> Shit, yeah, but that's. If, but if it comes off? Oh, if it comes yeah. off, I mean, Stevenson's a potential Norm Smith winner and Darcy Fogarty could easily be, you know, a Hall of Famer in the future if he reaches his potential, but. Um, yes, yeah, that's. I, uh... I mean, like you just think, like, you see the guys that are still there, like just it'll come up. And we'll talk about them very shortly. Mm. I just sort of feel like, wow, you know, like I agree that's a risk that can be taken. I agree that it's a huge reward if he does turn out, but I just really feel like that's really early to take that risk. But yeah. you know, I'm like that's not even, that's earlier than we drafted John Butcher. You know, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, for, but for I would say well, yeah, <laughs> now you would. <laughs> Even back then. Erica? Yes, yes. I can remember where I had Butcher ranked, that's for sure. Yeah, what'd you have him then? 
wasn't anywhere near bloody pick nine. It's closer <laughs> to 30. Wow, okay. So we, oh, okay. Cool. Poor Johnny. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Western Bulldogs pick nine. That's my pick. I'm just going to go best available here. And that's Jack Higgins for me. I reckon yep. he's a little pocket rocket. Um, and I just can't see him failing at AFL level. He's one of the most determined kids there is, I reckon. Uh, he's been a success at every level he's played for the last couple of years. Uh, he's won medals every single season. He's done it all, and I just can't see why that would not continue at AFL level. He's only 178 centimetres. He probably doesn't have the best kick, but I reckon he'll be a very dangerous player um, for the Bulldogs. I reckon he'll be a player that can play on a flank, can kick plenty of goals, run through the midfield, and get your 20 touches as well. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm keen on Jack Higgins. He's Every time you see him do stuff, uh, it's always good. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not you know, it's not literally true, but it feels true, so I'm going to say it anyway. Um, he's The only reason I didn't draft him earlier is because he's, he's a little bit short on the short side. He's the shortest player we've drafted so far tonight. Um, but, you know, the fact he's still this high up in the draft that's full of short players, yeah, we'll definitely... I mean, I rate him, and obviously, Mac rates him. Mish, do you rate him? Um. I would have taken him at eight if it wasn't St Kilda picking because St oh. Kilda got so many of that type on their list. Yeah. Um, I think Higgins is Tom Rockcliffe with the ability to actually kick the footy. Okay, okay. yep. Yeah, yep. I can see that. So, mm. so his foot skills are so much better. His use of the ball is so good. Every time I've seen him go into the midfield, he's just got fistfuls of it. Right. He's a 35 possession midfielder who can go forward and kick goals. Right. The last couple of TAC games he played basically when he shouldn't. And that's the only time his stats were down. Right. Yep. Yeah. Right. I think he, I think he had seven goals halfway through the third quarter when he got injured and then he's played another two games after that. It's just mm. like, yep. yep. Yes. I like him. Uh, next pitch. Uh, next pitch. Next pick is. Uh, <laughs> that's it. It's uh, not going to be that bad. Carlton pick ten. Porsche. They've already got Andrew yeah. Brochel. Who are you picking with their second yeah. pick? I'm picking Noah Bolter from the Calder Cannons. Thank you very Noah much. Noah Bolter. Uh, the Bolter. Noah Bolter. Absolutely. That is a bit um, of a Bolter. Well, it is a bit of a bolter, but if you're looking at what Carlton could really use, I mean, I feel like he's exactly a player they could really use. Kind of, I suppose, a Jared Waite replacement. He's a, I don't know if you call him a key backman. He's a rebounding to backman. He's got fantastic overhead mark. Uh, he's pretty good at finding targets downfield. Um, he's in everything. I just really like him as a player. He's uh, got really excellent decision making. Um, yeah, and he can play. He can play a bit up forward and play a bit down back. I think at Carlton they could use someone with a bit of versatility. So yeah, absolutely. I, I like him for that pick. I love him. I'm a huge fan of Noah Bolter. He can play up forward. He can play down back. He's got great athleticism. He's super quick. He's got a massive kick on him. He takes contested marks. He reads the play really, really well. He's got good decision-making, as you said, Porsche. Um, I've got him pretty high. I've got him ranked number 17. He's one of my highest uh, key position players in this year's draft. But the strange thing is, in uh, the last week or so, we've seen a few uh, phantom drafts from... Uh, guys like Kaltumi and and other people of that stature who've had him as the biggest slider and not in the top thirty at all. Oh, yeah. yeah, I I can't get that. 
I can't yeah. get that. Like, I, I look at him and go, at worst, he's Kyle Hooker. Okay, yeah. Mm. Yep. That, yep. That, that's his bottom. At, at his best, he's an explosive Glenn Jakovic. Like, okay. He could, he, could, he could dominate some rough back, and his offensive ability to bloody run and carry could bloody hurt you the other way just as much. It's just like, yep. I wouldn't bother trying him as a forward, and Carlton actually picking him, I think, is probably about the worst thing that could properly happen to him. You're yeah. at, oh, development-wise? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, just development-wise, because they've yeah. got back-line players. Uh, yeah. And sometimes for kids, it is. You land at the right club and everything falls into place. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you land at the wrong club and it's just like you get stuck in the reserves and you don't develop and all of a sudden time passes you by. Um, but people say he doesn't read the game, but I sit there and go, it's he does well enough. He's, he's, he's played TAC Cup in a crap team and consistently gets over 20 possessions. Um, yeah, I just I just love him. Uh, I really like him. I, I don't see what the knock on him is, to be honest. I, I just don't see it. I reckon uh, if he does fall beyond pick 30, I hope he bloody well falls a little bit further and, and goes somewhere near our first pick because uh, yep. that I would be a puddle of... Tears, I reckon, if he fell to our first pick and we picked him up. Because yep. well, if he falls below pick thirty, I get there and go. It's got nothing to do with his footy. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be other reasons why he falls out of top thirty. Yeah, mm. surely. All right, we've seen it happen with kids before, where everybody rates them, and we sit there and go, "Why the hell did they go so low?" And then two years later, you find out why they went so low. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I have no idea what Bolter's like, so I'm not even saying he is. But yeah, for that, any of those top ones that we've mentioned, if they fall down to pick 30, you sit there and go, it's not, not their footy. Yeah. It's something else that's a problem. Yes, no doubt. Well, let's move on. Uh, GWS is the next pick, pick number 11, and that's you, Mish. Oh, well, ain't this a dream for GWS? Aaron Norton, thank you very yeah. much. I like it. Next on my list. Okay, he's half back. Yep. He's just AFL ready. Right. Again, he's not going to be a highlight real play. He's just going to do the job for you down back and do what you want him to do. Yeah, no, look, um, he's uh, he is probably the most uh, lock and load key position player in this draft, which I, I guess looking at who's gone so far, it's exactly what he is um, as far as uh, playing a, a traditional sort of key backman sort of role. Uh, he's got yep. enough talent. He's got enough brain. He's got everything you really want to see in a, in a key backman uh, in, a, in a team. So, yeah, no, he's uh, and he's All-Australian this year. Um, yep. yeah, no, the, the only thing he hasn't got is match-winning qualities. Well, but he'll save matches. He'll yeah. save you matches. So he'll win your yeah, matches um, by saving. Ben, ben Hart had a pretty good career for not really having match-winning quality. So. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that's it in a nutshell. Yep. Yeah. Well, he's aggressive. Yeah. He takes the game on. Um, he's just full steam ahead. He's got great reach. Um, he, he's really going to be beaten, I feel, at AFL level because he's got the pace, he's got the reach to be able to catch up with anyone, I reckon. Um, I've got queries over his foot skill sometimes, but outside of that, I reckon he's a pretty safe pick. And, uh, yeah, certainly GWS would be pretty happy with that, I reckon. And uh, Adelaide, which is my pick at pick 12, I reckon would be uh, swearing a little yeah, bit that they picked him. This is our pick. This is our pick, pick 12. Pick 12, right. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm going to pick. Uh, I am going to pick Jonathan Frampton just to be a. C- no, I'm not going to pick Jonathan. Frampton. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to pick. Uh, look, there's a couple of different ways that I could go with this pick. I reckon. I reckon they would go for someone like Lockie O'Brien. I reckon that's a pretty crow sort of pick. Uh, but I'm going to go Jared Brander because um, wow. I reckon he would be the best possible Jake Lever replacement there is because he reads the play exceptionally well. Uh, can play down bat. You can throw him up forward. He's going to win your game up there as well. Uh, had a pretty good championships um, at either end of the ground. Um, there may be some queries on him a little bit, but uh, I reckon he fits pretty well around that, this sort of stage of the draft for me. I look. I was big on Brander, and then I saw the um, All Stars game, and he just started looking really shaky. In really, I suppose, pretty well, the, the best competition he's faced. Um, I didn't have him quite this early. I still had him early on eighteen ish. Um, but look, he's he's got his utility. He could go forward, back, um, which I think the Crows, you know, he's exactly the sort of player they like in that respect. Um, I don't think he's. I don't know. He's not replacing Jake Lever, I don't think. Um, shit. Yeah, I don't know. Your thoughts, Do you reckon Mish? they would play him as a third-toll defender? Well, maybe. Um, I don't know. For me, I think that that versatility is the main reason you'd probably go for him, and I would rather see him... I don't know. I liked him a little bit more up forward than in back. Um, mm. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Does not have the speed to be an AFL backman. Oh, there you go. Um, I'm going to call that the first flop of the draft. Um, hey. he's a he's a key position player who plays as a halfback flanker. He cannot play as a halfback flanker at AFL level. I want to see him dominating contested marks and spoiling and that sort of stuff. And he's just skyping off taking the easy marks. Yeah, I just don't see enough key position qualities in him. What about up? Um, dare I say? Dare I say? Like I've said before, he reminds me of James Seller. Mm. Ouch! When the when the game's on his terms, he's good. But when there's games not going for him, he's nowhere to be seen. All right. Yeah. How a player of that quality can go through a TAC Cup game and touch the ball four times that worries me. Yeah. Well, he got absolutely thrashed by. Uh, Jack Rikosius in the game at Adelaide Oval, which I went to and got moved off him at, uh, at half-time after Lukosius had already kicked three goals and set up another four. Um, and he yep. was a shocker that day. Um, I th- thought he was really good in the first round of the champs. He was really good up forward in the last game as well. Um, look, maybe his, uh, his future lies up forward. Yeah, I'd say so. Well... Yeah, but then, again, I've seen him at TAC and just seen some no-name backmans just tear him apart at that level. Right? I was just like, oh, mate, you've just played too many bad games for me. Right? Yeah, his good games are okay. Even then, it's like they sit there and rave about his game against the Allies. Well, really, it was only the first quarter. After that, he disappeared quite a bit. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, he just worries me, and yeah, yeah it's yeah. yeah, yeah, agree. Right, but, okay. 
Can Next pick. Stop rubbing Macca's face in it now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I pick for the crows. If he doesn't turn out, that is absolutely 100 percent fine by me. That'd be that'd be absolutely wonderful. Um, next pick is so West Coast pick thirteen. Crows get Brandon with our pick. Do we want to swap him for Sam Powell Pepper? No. I don't not. think that was ever the equation. <laughs> definitely not. Uh, I think this round was a good thing. Mm. Oh. Well, we, I mean, we had already had a pick earlier than either Powell Pepper or Marshall, so we could have got Powell Pepper. Really. Anyway, anyway, let's continue. Anyway, Keep going. Let's, let's move on. Pick 13, West Coast, Porsche, you're up. Now, this way, and I have a choice of two players that I give serious consideration to, and that's basically to do with West Coast strategy. Um, I had thought maybe Sam Hayes, uh, looking at West Coast sort of ruck situation, longevity of Nick Nodanui, um, all that sort of thing, and the fact that he can play forward as well. Um, as a ruckman that can play forward, I thought he'd be a good chance, but I just feel like there's probably... If they're really still looking for, you know, ruck options, they can probably do a bit cheaper. So I'm going to go with Lockie O'Brien from Benigo Pioneers, oh. who is a classy midfielder. He hits targets. Um, he is a player I really like. Uh, at uh, He's from um, mid-sized midfielder. Um, his disposal, he just keeps hitting the guy. You know, he can kick long, he hits the guy. He kicks short, he hits the guy. He just always seems to hit the guy. Uh, even when the kick doesn't look all that great, it ends up mm. being effective. Um, I really like him um, as a player. I would love him at Port Adelaide in our current team. Um, I don't know. I guess if I was going to do a Port Adelaide player comparison, be he's a bit polecky, a little bit polecky, um, but he's probably maybe a little bit longer a kick. Um, yeah, no, lucky everyone. Thank you very much. West Coast will go really well in that team. He will absolutely. He's a gun. He's the best kick in the draft uh, for sure. Yes. And yeah, look, you give him the ball, he's going to hit targets every single time. Uh, he's just that good. Um, he probably needs to learn to win the ball a bit more and, and get his own ball sometimes. But uh, look, if he's going to end up with the ball 20 times, West Coast are going to win plenty of matches. Yeah, and look, West Coast have got a couple of couple other picks coming up, so it's good to get the class done. And then there might be some bargains for extra yep. midfielders coming up shortly. Yep. Yep. But we talk about O'Brien winning more of his own footy. Mm. If I'm a coach... I'm setting you up around the stoppage where you can run on to the easy get. I'm yeah. not setting you up in a position where you have to win the contested footy. So me as a coach, I'm already putting him in a position where his contested footy numbers are going to be lower than others. Because yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you and want him picking up. And I don't think that West Coast really obviously suffer for extractors at this point. Um, I think that they would love the guy with his class um, yeah. hitting on the good end. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he yep. would be the perfect and, pick for West Coast. Yeah. And in my opinion, he's been carrying an injury all year. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yep. He does not look to have the speed that he had last year or the endurance. And that, that tends to happen when you've got a niggle. You get tired quicker. You don't run as fast. Still run, but yeah, I reckon he's had a niggle all year. Mm. Mm. There you go. Well, then, yeah, definitely. West Coast, get him. Do it. Sydney, next pick, number 14. Mish, you're up. I can't believe how I've got to pick you for this. Um, <laughs> wow. Ominous. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to work out which way to go. The one I would think or the one who I think is amazing that he's still there. Um, 
Time. Uh, Oscar Allen. Oscar Allen. Okay. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, okay. Sydney. I love the and pick. I'm going to back. I'm going to back up. What Porsche said in a podcast, God, he reminds me a lot of Tread Ray. Yeah, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, some of the way he jumps at the footy is just so Tread Ray-ish. His sideways movement is so Tread Ray-ish. Um, Yep. I just sit there and go, don't care that he's slightly under. He's so smart as a forward. He's so good with his hands. His lateral movement, he's going to make it. All right. No doubt. Yeah. A, and look, I, think, I don't see him as a Sydney type player, so that's oh, quite yeah. interesting. But oh, he even I looks like Barry Hall <laughs> He does look a bit like Barry Hall. Oh. I agree. But I, I look, he's, say, he's a gun. He's, he's an absolute gun. He's solid. Al. He's going to be a. T- he's going to be a solid unit. He's not yeah, just oh, been he little is. Already He's going to be yeah. a solid. Yeah, he's going to be a massive unit. And you say not Sydney. I think of big units when I think of Sydney. Mm. Yeah, uh, right. That's when they've been at their best, or at least at their most watchable, yeah. This goes against the Sydney trend of we don't draft keepers in players, we buy them in. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is true. Look, he is, I guess, slightly short, 191 centimetres, not that bad. But, look, he's got very long arms. And as we said last week, he's got long arms, he's got a big leap, and that totally counteracts the fact that he's a couple of centimetres too short. Um, and he's got the best contested mark in this year's draft by an absolute mile. He uh-huh. sticks his hands up, they hit his hands, and it sticks every single time. So uh, I've got absolutely no concerns about his height. Uh, I reckon he's going to be a very, very good AFL player. Um, and he's the sort of player that you can build a forward line around. Yeah, He's not a one-dimensional forward either. He's not just a hit-up-and-lead player. He'll hit-up-and-lead, but then he'll work the angles as well. He just knows how to play footy. Yeah. I love the fact that yep. he's um, that he's also played down back uh, at Colts level this year. He's also run through the midfield, picked up a lot of the ball there as well. So he's certainly not one-dimensional at all. He, he can play anywhere, uh, but certainly his best fit is as a key forward. You, you play him on a, a, a cross-centre half forward, and he's going to be a, a very dangerous footballer. And look, I mean, if there's any team in the league that can make that... Uh, role work with his slight height deficiency. Given he's got good reach, uh, Sydney's probably the team that you'd have to say would be the best to do that. Yeah. Um, he's not ending up at Carlton or something like that. He's going to have a good bit of support around him. So, uh, yeah, no. Great pick for the club. If you're Sydney, you'd be hands down left around the table just about, I reckon. Yeah. Absolutely. Look, next pick is Brisbane with pick 15. That's me. They've already got pick number one, Cam Rayner, the best player in the draft. Yeah. Uh, Oh, again, there's a couple of ways I could go here. There's one that I can't believe is still on the table, who's very, very highly rated, and uh, can't believe he's still there. But then there's a player That's that I the really one want I to pick. Yeah, there's another player that I really want to pick for them. Um, but I'm going to go best available, and at this point, it's probably Adam Chera, um, yep. who okay. is a 186-centimetre midfielder. A lot of people have him rated a lot high, you know, Potential pick four, pick five. I don't rate him that high. I've got him number 11 on my rankings. Um, I, I think he needs to improve his foot skills a little bit. I do like his inside work. Uh, I love what he does when he's free. Like His uncontested uh, ball use is fantastic, but put him under pressure and it crumbles. That's my main concern for him. Um, but look, at, at that stage in the draft, if you can pick up Cam Rayner and Adam Chera, 
uh, you'd be very, very happy. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's a counterpart to Rainer in some respects. So I just, I, I don't like Chera. Um, I don't like a lot of what he does with the ball, um, but he does get a lot of it at, at the lower levels. So um, I, I, I guess I picked him to go around about this point. I think I had him. Yeah, actually, I had him at pick fifteen in my list. So uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, look, he should be all right. You just sort of wonder if there might be a little bit of a class deficiency um, in my view. You know, you can deal with players like that, and they've already got Cam Rayner, so why not? And it's Brisbane, so they can deal with a, a, a bit of time to polish him up too. Hmm. Yeah, I get you panicky, and he fumbles a little bit, and the trick you're hoping that with a bit of body strength that disappears out of his game. Okay. That he gets, that he gets some faith in his ability to do that inside and matures a footy player, and then you've got a top-flight midfielder. Um, but that's why he's not in the top seven. Because it's just that little bit fumbly, a little bit panicky inside. But, yeah. Otherwise, it should be right up there. Yeah. Next pick, Western Bulldogs pick 16. Uh, they've already got Jack Higgins this draft. Porsche, who are you picking for uh, for Western Bulldogs? I think we just hit the pointy end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm looking at my next availables, and it's like, oh... Don't know if it's a need. Don't know if it do. Um... I'm going to go to Sam Hayes just because at least, at least he can play out forward. <laughs> no, smart not... pick. Oh. That is a yeah, smart, smart pick for yeah. the dogs, I reckon. That that hits their uh, need yeah. perfectly, I reckon. I think it's the best of the guys available at this point. But... Yeah. Yeah, anyway, you know Sam Hayes, a I'm a fan, two-time All-Australian, Ruckman, uh, he plays forward. Uh, he's probably not your match-winning guy, but I don't know, he's kind of like a high-class Stephen Alessio. <laughs> We're talking 20 years ago again. We're really good at that. Yeah, um, yeah no, he's a, he's a good uh, option um, for them. In the short term, he, play, he will play forward, and that's probably where they would want him to play. Um, but he'll obviously become, I reckon he'll become more rocky over time, and I think that's a good club for him to learn at. Um, yeah, no. Anyway, Sam Hayes, tick. I like it. Mish? Yep. Yep. I, everyone talks about his endurance. It's like, for God's sake, he's a ruckman. They've all got crap endurance at this level, unless they're a freak. True. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would have hated to see what Nick Nanny knew he would have ran a buddy 2K or in. You just would have gone, <laughs> oh, you're kidding. <laughs> like, you, you know it's going to be a weakness. A- any tall, skinny ruckman can't run endurance. It's a given. Right. They're a freak if they can. Right. So I just sit there. By the time they're 25, they can. By the time their body adjusts and all that sort of stuff, I just sit there and go, the kid's got talent. Right. He does. And again, again, they need Ruckman. They need key forwards. Yeah. Well, yeah. Their, their dream draft for me would be get Oscar Allen, would be their dream pick. But, yeah, Hayes, yes. I think, is a solid pick for them. Yeah. And, I look, I, mean, I think perfectly. it was – I think he suffered from not having an exciting second year of under-18s football. Um, but, you know, it's not like he's had extra extra development staff working on him or anything like that, and he's done it all before. So, you know, uh, I think that there's still a huge upside for him once he gets on an AFL list and starts training. So, yeah, same pace. Most, most kids who excel as an under-17 yep. have a stagnant, stagnant under-18 year because they've already developed to that level. 
they need to play in a higher level competition to develop their game further. There you go. So people like Hayes who tend not to develop their game further, I sit there and go, yeah, fine. You're just doing what you did. Higgins, likewise, just did what he did last year. Right. Yeah. It just doesn't seem to have developed much because he was already developed to that level. They need to get to the next level to develop the game further. Agree. Absolutely. Agree. Yeah. I reckon he's a perfect fit for Western Bulldogs. Uh, it'll free up someone like Tom Boyd uh, to maybe play out forward a little bit more. Um, or Sam Hayes might be able to play out forward. Uh, pretty mean sort of ruck forward combo there between those two. Um, yeah. yeah, I reckon he'd, uh, he'd suit the dogs perfectly. Uh, next pick is Mish with uh, pick 17 for Richmond. Okay. Richmond's have a few picks around here. I reckon they can... Take a risk. I'm going to go a boner. Wow, cool. Okay. I, I, it's huge risk, but I think, he's a mid, I think he's a midfielder, and we saw that in the last game of the year, whereby he'd been playing up forward and he just looks a little bit lost, a bit slow getting back into it after two years out. But you just saw the potential in the midfield. Like he can really rip... And with all that speed they have around him, mm. he's going to be dangerous virtually yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, no, we're coming. Yes. Portia, do you like a boner? I love a boner. It's great. <laughs> no, look, he's good. Um, he I like his. I like. I agree with you about him being better as a midfielder, and I guess it sort of makes sense when you're talking about speed players because it's nice to give him a bit of room to run. You know, agility players are probably better close to the goals, but the speed guys, yeah, definitely you want to give him a, a paddock to run in, and he's looked very dangerous. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, it's good. He's still got a lot to learn in this game, but, you know, for the Premiers, you've got a bit of time and you've got, uh, theoretically, a, a really excellent structure around him in which to develop and get his skills up and everything else and his consistency up, which I suppose is probably the other thing. Um, he is absolutely a, a fantastic pick for Richmond. I reckon they'd be pretty psyched, but I guess there'd also be a few that would probably wouldn't hate having a slightly safer pick than that. I think there might be a, one or two. Look, he's, he's had the two knee surgeries. He's been out for two years. Um, but I would say on just simply raw potential, he's probably top five in this year's draft. If he reaches the heights that he could reach, he could be a one of the genuine match-winning superstars of this competition. Um, he's got size, he's got leap, he's got pace. Um, you know, the football now sort of side of things will come with more game time. He's missed a lot of footy. Um, but, yeah, look, uh, do you take the risk that early with his knee situation? I don't know. I reckon someone probably will. And, look, Richmond with a few picks around this sort of area, as you said, Mish, I reckon that's, um, that's the sort of club that might take that risk. I reckon. Uh, next one is uh, Brisbane with uh, pick 18. We just picked uh, Adam Chera and uh, obviously Cam Rayner pick one as well. I'm going to go a little bit different this time and pick Nathan Murphy, who's a 188-centimetre utility from Sandringham. Uh, can play down back, can play up forward, uh, can run a little bit through the midfield as well. Uh, I love his foot skills. I reckon he's safe as houses when he's got uh, his hands on the ball, and that's something that Brisbane need a lot of, I think, as well. Um, they've picked up a full, player full of X-Factor in Rayner. They've picked up someone that could potentially be a, a match-winning midfielder in Adam Chera. And for me, they need someone that can play at either end. And uh, Nathan Murphy is probably the best available at this point for that. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think a nail on the head when he's got the ball in his hands. He does not get the ball in his hands enough. No, <laughs> can that would be my that. big knock. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that worries me with him just taking it that far. He just seems to have no idea how to get himself in positions where he's going to get the ball. Um, and you watch him in some of his TAC stuff and you sit there and go, why the hell are you where you are? <laughs> You're not going to get it. So it's not bad luck, they're making bad decisions. It's just like, mate, you're in the complete wrong spot to get the footy. Mm. All right. All right. So it's the raw potential. Mm. Like on the training track, I reckon if you put these guys on the training track, he'd be one that looked the best. Yeah. You just right. go, wow, sure. this guy can play. But when you actually put him on a footy field, it's just like, mate, you're having no impact. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I can't. Uh, as a recruiter myself, I'd go. Some other club can pick him. Good luck. I may get burnt, but yep, you can go for it. Fair when enough. I was talking, when I was talking earlier about how after twenty five on my list, I start going, "Oh shit, I don't know." Like he is, he's thirty on my list. He's exactly the player I'm thinking of because I just don't know where to put him. And I don't, I don't. What I've seen of him doesn't excite me. You know, like that. Yep. It. it he, he he's okay, yeah. He, he does things that are not... I mean, he hasn't stood out for any reason that I go, oh, that's awful, you know, Red Cross, bang, no thanks. Um, but I just didn't see him enough to really care and what I saw didn't really amaze me. So, yeah, I've got him 30 and I, want to drop, I wanted to drop him lower, but I just thought, oh, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. I'm still working on that part of the job. Um, yeah, I'm not, not a big fan. But, yeah, Brisbane... They've got a couple of safe picks already, um, at least in terms of production. Um, yeah, why not? Um, yeah, good good luck to them. <laughs> I still feel he's pretty raw in football terms because he has sort of concentrated yeah. on cricket. He did choose footy this year. Um, yeah. Look, with a bit more development, he's obviously not the full package at this point in time, but the, the athletic side of his game... Uh, plus the fact that he's uh, one of the best kicks in this draft is one of those things that I really, really like. I've got him ranked at 19, so pick 18. It's not really a reach. It's uh, it's about where I reckon I would pick him. Um, certainly a chance that he could fail, for sure. Um, but I just like his foot skills, and I think Brisbane need that because I, don't, I just don't think they've got too many players that can kick the ball. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. I'm not going to argue against that. And the last pick of this year's draft. Fair, fair indication of where he will go in the draft. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's just I don't have a personal like. And the way I got back at the beginning, I said, in hindsight, uh, this draft, some people are going to look brilliant, some are going to look stupid. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, see, I've got probably 13 players that I reckon are going to be pretty safe picks, and then everyone else I've got question marks on. <laughs> yep. And he certainly comes uh, under that uh, that spot as well. Um, look, last pick in the first round is uh, going to be Porsches, and that's pick 19 for Gold Coast. Uh, Jimmy Warple for me, thanks. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Fair enough. I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the Warple fan. Uh, he's a John Falcons player. He's, I think, a co-captain for Vic Country, was it, this year? Um He's uh, just a really good, solid midfielder that I don't know why he's lower than he is, why he's lower on all the, the draft listings than he has been. I, I really rate him. Every time I see him do something, I think, yep, yeah, that's pretty solid. 
Um, he maybe doesn't have the, the class of some players, but he's just a really consistent producer. And I reckon he's got the brain that will develop and he'll... The class won't come in the sort of the quality disposal. It'll come in his decision-making, uh, just slowly improving. Um, mm. I'm a really fan of James, James Wolfe. I'd love him at Port Adelaide. Um, and I think the Gold Coast, where they're at, you know, um, I think that he is a player that he, he seems pretty self-disciplined. I think they need a bit of leadership. Um, and it might not address their most urgent needs in some respects, but I think that he would be a very good uh, character recruit, uh, and particularly for a new coach to bring in, I think he'd be a good person to sort of say, this is changing and we're starting with Jimmy. So that's mine. I think all three of us are on the same page with Warple going, why isn't he rated high? Yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) I thought it was a rage. It's like, he looks rough around the edges, but when you actually evaluate what he's done on the footy field, and it's just like, well, it's not that bad. It's yeah. nice that he's got no skill. His his kicking looks rough, but it's still effective. And yeah, it doesn't look pretty when he's winning the ball out of the packs, but he still bloody wins the footy out of the packs. Sometimes I just sit there and go, I don't get it. I don't get why somebody just gets put down and there's a line put through his name and go. Yep, okay, he shanked a couple of kicks and he gets punished for it and the, the elite kicks get shanked a couple of kicks and it's like, oh, well, they're a good kick. They do that occasionally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Look, I'm a big fan of uh, Jimmy Warple as well. I've got him at 24 on my rankings. Um, look, I, he's the sort of player in... I don't think he's going to go anywhere near pick 19. I reckon he's going to be pretty close to our first pick and we'll talk about that a bit later, but... Um, Look, he's someone. If he does go later in the draft, he's one of those picks that you, I think recruits are going to go back in sort of six, seven years' time and go, "Yeah, we sort of mucked that one up, didn't we?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mean, well, not necessarily mucked it up, but that you know, this at that point they'll see all the the gambles that didn't pay off, and he'll still be there. So, yeah, yeah. it reeks a bit of Reese Matheson. Yes, absolutely. People not liking him for some reason sliding down to the 30s and then you sit there and go, well, really, if we redid that draft now, really, he's a top 20. Mm. Uh, yes. Yeah, you sort of sit there and go, yep, not pretty, gets the job done, he's a competitor. Yep. Thank you very much. And dare yeah. I say, the Gold Coast, that's a bloody, not a bad thing for him to get. Exactly. The more competitive yeah. they can get, the more the better it is. Absolutely. He's Warple yeah. and Brody and uh, and Jack Bowes as well. That's uh, that would be a pretty mean uh, midfield group for them. You'd hope so. Yeah, and, and they balance each other out a bit too. Mm. Right. Mm. Mm. I like it. Yeah. Well, that's it. First round done. Cam Rain of number one, all right, and uh, all the way through to James Warple at pick nineteen. I think there's a couple of surprises there. Uh, I re- still reckon St Kilda they're going to be uh, they're going to be sweating bullets for the next uh, four or five years I reckon with those two picks with Stevenson and Fogarty but <laughs> yeah. if, if it comes off for them <laughs> then uh, then happy days for sure but um, yeah I well, like I mean, that there's one thing there's one thing we're yet to establish in this draft which is obviously in trading Charlie Cameron they traded the next Andrew McLeod so what is Jared Brander the next of Trent Henshaw <laughs> James Heller <laughs> James Heller I <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, key position player, he slid down to the teens picks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well no, that's too factual. Like, what is the what what is the Crows fan on the street going to say? He's going to be the next Tony Modra, or what are they going to say? 
Mm. God, who's a key defender that they've had that's been good? Nathan Bruce. <laughs> oh, I guess that didn't work out for him. But... Yeah. <laughs> next the David? Ne- the next truck rutting. Yeah, the next David. <laughs> <laughs> the next Jake Lever. No, scratch that one. Um, uh, struggling a bit here. You guys are cruel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we before we close this part of the podcast off, I think we'll do a couple more big footy questions. And uh, Sleazy's gone nuts. He's asked a few here. And uh, nice. the first one is, uh, who is the player that has a 1% chance of making it to 46? But if they do, it'll make you very, very excited. Wobble. <laughs> Wobble. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't know that he'd drop that far. Um... Shit, I don't know. I'm going to say Noah Bolter. There's no way. I just well, don't believe I, it. I, I don't even think that's got 1%, but Jeeves, it's starting to sound as if it could. Um, I'm going to go Kelly. Yeah? Okay. Yeah? yeah? Okay. If we can add him to our team. Oh, God. Dare I say, if we picked Kelly, I'd be sitting there going, why the hell do we agree to craft bloody Thomas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> That's yeah. Just that. uh, yeah, I think that would be the one on the night where I sit there and go, oh, you are kidding me. Mm. I did not think you had any chance of getting this deep in the gra- draft. I guess if I was going to, like, if we're making it about 1% and I was going to, going to be a player that I was super excited about, Harrison Petty. Um, yep. There's just a chance like that. that those clubs that have got picks around, because I've got him, what have I got him? I got him ranked in the very late first round, uh, which has changed a bit. He's come up in my draft. Um, and so it's entirely feasible that Cubs are going, oh, yeah, he's all right. Oh, yeah, there might be more backman later. You know, go for Sam Walker. You've got the All-Australian, yada, yada, yada. Um, so Harrison Petty's there at our first pick. Like, even though it's not really an urgent need, I'd be pretty stoked if we could get him. Um, yeah. Given where I think he should go. Yes, no doubt. I like that. I do like that. Uh, next question. Uh, also from Sleazy, who are the three players around our picks that will get a oh god no Mitch Harvey type reaction? Oh uh, god no! This is Charlie Spargo. <laughs> he won't go that early, surely. He's no, he won't go that early. Zach Bailey maybe. What? what? Won't go where? Spargo won't go at our first pick, will he? He'll be after that, surely. Oh, I, I reckon he'll, he'll be... go before. I reckon he'll, he'll go be before. He'll be gone, I reckon. Yeah. Yep. No way, surely. Yep. Wow, the next okay. one will be Daniels. You've got to be kidding me. Okay. Yep. And one that Macca likes, I'll go off my tree. Patton. <laughs> okay. Not a fan of Patmore? 19 year old. 19-year-old backflankers who don't compete. No, thanks. Don't care that you can kick a footy. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like it. That, they're my three. Yeah. Cassidy Fair Parrish enough. is mine. Cassidy Parrish for me. Yep. Um, I just don't like him. Um, Oscar Claverino, well, I'll be a bit shitty about because I just don't I – don't, I don't – He's too Troy Chaplin for me. I've seen too many things in the games that I have seen of him where I go, oh, no, I don't like that. I yep. don't like seeing that in the player. He's got talent, sure, but I just don't like I don't like a lot of his instincts. Um, and, jeez, I don't know. Like, if we pick Tom McCartan, that'd 
with the first pick, I'd be a bit shitty, I reckon, because I reckon there might be someone better available than him as a risk. Yeah. yeah. Those would be yeah. my three. My three would be Alex Martini, uh, Trent Minot, okay. and Oscar Yeah, Minot, Baker. he was... Yeah. I would have said Minot, but I just don't think there's any chance that he would be anything other than a rookie pick myself. But, yeah. yeah. Well, hence why I would be uh, pretty shitty if we picked him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because I got him yeah. pretty, pretty down the list as well. Uh, who are the three players around our picks that will get a fist bump? Hi. Did... <laughs> Hello, do you want to draft? Jake Patmore for me is probably the first one I can think of. Um, yeah. I just really like him as a small defender. And I, I don't know. I know he's not an urgent need, but if we got him, I think there's a lot of talent to work with, um, and I think he'd fit in really well as a Port Adelaide player. So yeah, Pat Moore would be the first. I have to think about the others. Fair enough. Someone else. Okay, Mish? Pat Moore. Pat Moore tops my list. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Followed by Starsevich. Yep. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yep. Yep. And and. My love child, Dominic. Okay. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm probably like adding Stas. I'm adding Stasovic and I'm adding Grian Myers just because of everything about Grian Myers is Grand something Myers. I love. <laughs> I, love his awful, I love his awful Myers. name. I love that he's a scrappy player. I love that he's a small forward that is exactly the sort of small forward that could actually play for Port Adelaide this year or next year, I should say. Um, yeah, no, everything about Grian. Grian, ah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Good old Grant, right. for sure. Grant Mass. That'd, that'd, that'd be a real fist bump moment for me. That's it. For me, <laughs> it would be Liam Ryan, Will Walker, and Sam Taylor. If we got all the, all three of those, I'd be pretty bloody happy. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Oh, and... Sam Taylor's a fist bump. You're dreaming. Hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, ben Blink AU has uh, asked, what chance do we have of landing one of Myers and Ryan? Huh. Well, I think Myers could drop because I think that there might be questions about, I don't know, pace. Um, like those those smallish skill players that don't have, you know, elite speed and endurance. So I, I mean, he's all right. But um, I don't know. I tend to feel they drop a bit in drafts as a rule. So I reckon he's probably a better chance. I think there's a bit more hype around Ryan. Yeah. Um, so Myers. Fair enough. I would rather... I'd rather rookie this Hanley than draft Myers. Why? What do you like Hanley. about Myers? <sighs> He's reeks too much of SNFL NFL level. To okay. Me. You reckon? Yeah. Hmm. Being able to transfer his game to AFL, I'm just not not sure it's worth it. Yeah. Well, for me, I sort of compare him like for me, when I see him, I just sort of think of a Stephen Milne, and he played a shitload of AFL football, you know, um, in between yeah, the games. Milne, he was good, like, yeah. Milne was express. Yeah. Milne was very quick. Myers ain't. True. Myers, true. Myers is smart and knows how to play, but very quick is not one thing you'd say about him. That is true. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yep. And I guess Milne was a rookie anyway, wasn't he? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, okay, fair, fair call, fair call. Uh, Noddy Holder has asked, who is the shortest player available in the draft and which of our picks will we use to get him? Um, 
We all Fred stats, Daniels. man. Well, Charlie Spargo would be pretty close, and uh, and Daniels, Fred Daniels as well. Fred Daniels is one seventy two. Yeah. Daniels is rated as a little shorter than Spargo, so there you go. Yeah. 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 Maybe as a uh, sneaky pick, Xavier Kubelo, uh from Glenelg, who's one hundred seventy one centimeter forward. Um, nice. Look, look, why not? Why not? Bring him in. <laughs> we know you're a fan of everyone sub 180 centimetres Porsche, so uh, I'm sure you'd be happy with all of them. Yeah, but not sub 170. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> true. That's it. And uh, we've got from Daylight Second, over the years, what's been your proudest power-related draft prediction? Oh, I don't know if it was a prediction, but it, I guess my proudest one was that when I, I didn't know anything about really all that much about, certainly about the underage football. I think one of the first games I saw was West Australia versus South Australia at Footy Park in 98. And I did my notes and I wrote down Josh Carr. I really like him. Um, I didn't think based on what we were hearing that he'd go at pick seven, but he did. And I was really super stoked about that because when yeah. we drafted Michael Stevens, I, I said, who the fuck is that? And when we drafted Josh Carr, I said, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Didn't he play a blinder that game? He was great. Oh. He was so good. He was in everything. He stood out a mile to me that game. Yeah. It it was. Everybody was raving about Des Headland in that game, and I'm going... Headland was all right, but Kari did so much. The WA player was like, I was like, give me Kari. Yeah, yeah. And he lived up to it. Yep. Yep. Um, But I'd probably have to say mine's DBJ. Yeah, fair enough. Because he wasn't rated as such on the press or anything, so yep, I thought it was great when we got him, and he's turning to a bloody good little player. Yeah, that was the first draft podcast we did that one, and uh, I reckon from memory we had him uh, with our first pick. Yep. There you go. Yep. Oh, he's probably and when do we up. take him? Yep. Well, for me, it's hard to go past <laughs> last year. Where we uh, we pretty well predicted pretty all four fun. of our draft picks in the national draft. I pretty, thought that was pretty good. Pretty close. Pretty yeah. close. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's enough for part one. Um, yep. Part two, we'll have a couple minutes break, and we'll get into part two in a minute, where we will talk about who we think is going to go at uh, our draft selection. So, until then, can the pair? Yeah. Okay. Can pair. Don't draft pick. Okay. Why not? Gathered though by Broadbent through the middle of the ground. Now a long kick down in the Paul Stewart direction. He marks and plays on. He keeps his footing. Got away from Ferrito to put the ball on the 